0: Welcome to the Future Print Podcast, celebrating print technology and the people behind it. And welcome to the next edition or episode of the Future Print Podcast. Really happy to have or be rejoined, actually. I think we've already done one in the past. But um, Carl Forbes is the Group R&D Director for ZAR. And, you know, really happy to have him today. We're going to be talking about a couple of things, not least a new development at ZAR. So,
1: Welcome to back to the podcast, Carl. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Marcus. Great to speak to you again.
0: Yeah, brilliant. And um, yeah, as, I, as I've hinted, we're going to we're going to be sort of talking about something that's uh, that's new, fresh, and is is happening. So I'm interested in hearing what that will be, and um, and so on. So I don't want to give away it by asking you the question. Really, tell us a bit about what it is that you're. Um, Announcing, in a way, through
1: this podcast. Yeah, sure. Um, so I, I guess I rejoined Czar about a year ago now, and one of the things that I found fascinating to learn is how our technology enables printing of fluids which are, I guess, simply not possible with more traditional inkjet uh, and over the last year, I've spent a lot of my time talking to ink companies and machine integrators, and and really learning about how that uh, technology can can offer some serious benefits to to, to um, almost everybody in the value chain. Uh, and so, yeah, we are happy to announce that in November of this year, we'll be running an open day where we'll be opening the doors to our R&D uh, laboratory and allowing people to come in and see it for themselves and see our uh, ultra-high viscosity technology in action.
0: Yeah, brilliant. And um, we're obviously going to be talking a bit about what that means. And I think, I think you've got a strap, or the kind of theme is called Seeing is Believing. Why, why is this particularly important in understanding how czar
1: is redefining inkjet? Yeah, we came up with a strapline of seeing is believing because um again we can really jet fluids that that just aren't possible with more traditional inkjet. And you know, with that in mind, it would be understandable for skepticism, let's say, or perhaps uncertainty about some of the things that, that, that we're saying that we can really genuinely do. You know, it's 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 very disruptive. And because of that, it can be quite hard to comprehend. So Mm. You know, I think the simplest way to dispel any doubts and to help people understand the capability is just to show it. You know, no mm. no smoke and mirrors, no pre-canned videos, no PowerPoints mm. or images, you know, just, just, just come and see it, right? You know, seeing is believing. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. It is, isn't it? And I think you're right. And I think that... Um... Just can't be learned over properly over a podcast, sadly, or even at a Zoom call where you can see each other. It's just about actually being present and learning about something and spending some time with people is really important. So it's a really positive development. And um, I'm a, a kind of bit of a science novice, as you know. So what does ultra high viscosity means? It, it, it to me sounds technical but it's, its simplicity is something to do with the thickness of the fluid is
1: it yeah exactly that um i talked to a number of people and i think i feel like i need to come up with a really good analogy to help help make it a bit a bit clearer and, and sadly the best i've got at the moment i don't think it's that great but but if you imagine yeah. a, a straw imagine a drinking straw with you know a nice thin hole in in, in one end uh, and pretty much at the moment, that's how most inkjet technologies work. You, know, you squeeze the straw and an ink drop comes out of the end. Uh, and because the straw is thin, it's really, really hard to get a thick fluid to flow down that tube at the speed that you need to to get a productive print net. So, you know, you imagine a you imagine drinking an extremely thick milkshake through that straw. It's quite hard. You just can't get enough energy into it. Um, so one of the benefits that we have with our patented through flow technology is we use an external pump in the ink system. And that pump makes sure that the fluid flows at all times. Mm. So that's, um, that's the real difference with our technology that, that really enables us to handle fluids of much, much higher viscosity than people typically expect with inkjet.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it opens up an array of new potential and possibilities, which is kind of cool. And like you say, seeing it is really important. Um, Absolutely. What, historically, what have been the limitations to inkjet printing um, regarding high viscosity and high particle loaded fluid? Is, is it like you say, it's that specific design of printhead hadn't really
1: permitted it before. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, exactly that. Um so again if you think of if you think of the the thin straw analogy that's pretty much Mm -hmm. how most inkjet works therefore there's a limit on the viscosity you just can't go any higher than something like 20 25 centipoise otherwise the 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 printheads just can't eject the droplets and without technology that's not true you can go significantly higher you mentioned pigment loading i think that's um that's also something that, that that is becoming really important with the people that we're talking with about using our technology. So um yeah another analogy for pigment loading if you think of think of a pan that's full of water and you add pasta dried pasta to that pan and you give it a good stir Uh, When you stop stirring very, very quickly, all of that dried pasta just falls to the bottom of the pan. You've got to continually stir the pan to keep the pasta evenly distributed in your water. And inkjet printing is just the same. If you've replaced the pasta with pigment or particles, then it's just the same. If you've got a lot of particles in it, uh, the second you stop stirring, all the pigment falls to the bottom and that causes nozzle blockages that causes failing ink systems that causes unreliable printing artifacts so again one of the benefits we have with our through flow technology is that we're basically continually stirring the pan you know the pigment just doesn't have chance to settle it keeps moving around and therefore we can jet fluids with even more pigments in
0: yeah yeah and that's i can see it could be amazing for a a bunch of applications and industries that have not um, previously been able to use Inkjet and so on. So it's quite quite exciting and um you know good idea in running this um special open day. Tell us a bit about so you say it's at um your HQ Water Beach in or your R D HQ Water Beach in um near Cambridge. Um date wise um I believe it's the 7th of November, which is um, v- very nicely positioned just before FuturePrint Tech. Is that
1: is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly that. So we'll be opening our doors on the 7th of November. Uh, which deliberately is the day before Future Print Tech. You know, we think um, the, the types of people that are going to be coming to Cambridge to 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 network and hear about all the innovation that we'll be talking about at Future Print Tech is exactly the right people that probably also want to get their hands on some high viscosity, high pigmented fluids and see mm-hmm. those jetting for real life in action. So, so yeah, we um very deliberately so it's the day before Future Print Tech in November. Um, mm. and we'll be we'll be opening our doors and showing people a number of different technology demonstrations yeah brilliant and and like
0: with that fact there's three days it's almost like it's in week in cambridge so anybody listening to this wants to get a lot done in a whole week both a, a really sort of high value conference that with networking but also a very sort of i, I know that you're developing quite a, quite a clever experience for your visitors to learn about and experience the whole thing. So really worth um coming to Cambridge that week, I think. You've um at Czar obviously have been, you know, you're joining Zar at a time where um Imagine X and a lot of this sort of re- rebranding and, and so on has taken place and you've you know changing leadership which you're part of the leadership team team and so on. With, with in with your Imaginex platform Um, and print heads, you know, how has that actually led to changing? Is that partly a change in thinking that's led you to this point now with the uh, ultra-high viscosity?
1: Hmm. Uh, Yeah, I think – yeah. Good question. So Imagine X is the is the term we use that describes our underlying platform technologies. Um, so all of our printheads are built upon the Imagine X platform. Uh, Imagine X is a collection of different patented technologies and printhead architectures. And yeah, as you mentioned, one of the fundamentals of Imagine X is, is the focus on ultra-high viscosity and high pigment loading, yeah, because we, we believe that that not only opens up new markets but actually offers existing markets some serious benefits. I've I mentioned already that um, yeah, more traditional inkjet technologies, viscosity really um, hits a limit at about 25 centipoise. Uh, and the pigment content in the ink typically starts to top out at about 15%. So 15% of, of what's in the ink is actually pigment. Uh, and if you talk about typical water-based um, um, inks mm-hmm. then usually those numbers are, are, are quite a lot lower um, and that's where the imaginex platform really disrupts that so with imaginex platform we can we can jet viscosities of 100 center at jetting temperature and i guess i should add really that we, we always say at jetting temperature and that's because we can actually have fluids at something like 70 degrees C within our print heads. What that actually means is that the fluid at room temperature is probably 1,500 centipoise. So, yeah, that's what, hence the name Ultra, ultra High Viscosity. Mm-hmm. I think probably one of the things I should point out, because we talk an awful lot about um, through-flow technology, and, and of course, you know, what's really unique about ZAR's patented through-flow technology is that is that the ink flow goes right next to the nozzle the entire fluid pl- path is circulating the entire fluid path again come back to the pan and the and the stirring pasta analogy every part of the fluid is 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 constantly being stirred there are no thin straws anywhere within the heads.
0: yeah 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 it's um clever stuff um, and if you're um you know a developer or, uh, or somebody that's um that's obviously developing ink in there um what advantages does this offer them? does it do this you know because obviously of course, the inch your head's vital, but you know the chemistry's got to be there. And, and you know the the kind of I guess if you're an oEM, you know as well and you're thinking of developing a machinery for you, know, what what kind of what kind of
1: advantages would this offer? Hmm. Sure, sure. I think um the the. Ad- I think there are some common advantages dependent on what ink type you're using, and then there are some different advantages dependent on what ink type mm. you're using uh, but you know in general, if you put more pigment into an ink, the opacity increases so if you 're printing a white you just get a more opaque white with fewer passes. If you're printing colour, the colour gamut improves. You just get brighter colours if your ink has more pigment in it. And this is true for but you know, for both aqueous and UV inks. Mm. Uh, if you increase the viscosity of the fluids, they, they migrate into the media less. They soak into the substrate less. So, you know, suddenly that, might change your process maybe you don't need a primer in wearing an application you previously did i think when you talk about some of the specifics then um you know there are some things that are unique to high viscosity uv inks so with a uv ink for instance you can uh, you can use very different ink chemistries within a higher viscosity fluid and that mean, that might mean, for instance, that you could develop a UV ink that just requires much less energy to cure. Or maybe you could develop a UV ink with higher viscosity that just has significantly improved adhesion. So maybe you can actually start to print on some plastic substrates that previously you just just couldn't stick to. Aqueous is an interesting one. So as you know, we launched Aquinox in November of last year and... Um, mm. And there's some there's some people do some really cool things with Aquinox in the world right now. And one of the things that that that, that people are really benefiting from is if you have a water based ink and you can put more pigment in the water based ink, that just means that you don't need as much water to deliver all of that pigment to the substrate. And and the water in water based printing is a real problem because somehow you need to get rid of that water after you've printed. And that requires a huge amount of energy. So anything you could do in water-based printing to just use less water is just advantageous for a whole host of reasons. Yeah, so
0: it enables people to. I don't want to use the word tinker, but to, you know what I mean when you're when you're innovating, trying things out, new things out, and playing and and stuff. I I, I imagine that you guys perhaps hadn't even anticipated will happen that will see that the head
1: used in lots of different ways. I imagine. It's been really, really interesting over since we launched Aquinox in talk, talking to um, uh, uh, Inc developers. Uh, I can remember a conversation I had with with one in particular, and uh, they were very, very surprised with the um, with what we what was possible with Aquinox. And uh, uh, the guy said, um, "It's not like you've just given me another tool for my toolbox. It's like you've given me a brand new garage full of tools." And it was mm. uh, it was mm. really interesting to hear that. Yeah, but absolutely, yeah, I think. Um, what we're finding is that it's almost like we've we've sort of taken taken the shackles off the ink formulators. Yeah. They, 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 I think with um again, as someone else told me uh, a little analogy, another ink company, they said that with the current constraints they have on um ink viscosities and particle loading, it's like everybody has to buy the same raw ingredients to make their inks with. It's like having to go to the little shop at the end of the road and finding that. That's all you can choose from. Uh, And suddenly, well, we've said, well, actually, you can go significantly higher in viscosity and uh, pigment loading. They can now go to the enormous supermarket uh, in in the center of town Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. pick from a huge selection of different ingredients. And then, of course, that just means that they have the ability to make higher performing fluids, but also lower cost fluids. Mm -hmm. And it makes it easier for them to define a fluid that meets all the health and safety regulations. So it's been, again, one of the most exciting things for me over the last 12 months has been seeing the innovation happening within ink companies with our technology. Really interesting. Yeah, and that sounds cool and so on. And Is it quite varied? Because it
0: sounds to me like it's a vista, so so it could be a number of different industries. So what kind of sectors are are, are you seeing this working in? Because I mean, I would imagine more functional as well as decorative.
1: Yeah, 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 again, uh, yeah, I totally agree. I think, um, uh, and a number of different applications that that are happening right now. I mean, you, I sort of hinted at it earlier, but if you think of corrugate aqueous single pass print systems, and you, we've all seen the size and the cost and the, and the running cost of those dryers, you know, you make an ink that's got more pigment in there. Well, you can, you've got less water that you need to evaporate. Um, yeah, multi-pass UV graphic, graphics applications, a number of people doing exciting things there. If you put more pigment into your UV ink, well, you can hit your target color gamut with fewer oh. passes. So your machine suddenly has a higher throughput and the volume of ink you need per job is, is reduced. Um, another, I guess, another sort of area that people are exploring and gaining benefits from is is, is very, very fine details, seriously high-quality applications. Mm. with a higher viscosity ink when you when you deposit that drop onto the substrate it just stays where you put it 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 has a very very controlled dot gain so it doesn't matter how the substrate is changing perhaps a different batch of material a slightly different surface with a higher viscosity the dot just stays the same it's very very stable process so yeah a, a huge amount of um different industries at the moment that, that, that I'm, I'm working with, benefiting from the high viscosity.
0: Yeah, and variety is the spice of life. But does it make your job a lot more challenging? So you, you must be talking to the packaging industry on the one hand and you, and maybe even some new industries, right? Are you speaking to people that you just are, does not typically talk to?
1: What kind yeah. of new sectors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, you know, a, a few weeks ago, we announced uh, the work we've been doing with Axalta in the field of automotive painting, and you yeah, know that's mm-hmm. fundamentally because of ultra high viscosity. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that they, that that has come about because we've enabled something that. Prior to using ultra high viscosity just just wasn't possible the the ink that they're using or the paint i should say has to have a very very high functional performance it has to protect the vehicle for many Mm. years of weathering right and Mm. Mm. the higher the fluid viscosity the fewer constraints the formulators have for picking the raw Mm. ingredients and coming up with the great formulation they just create a better paint if the viscosity is it can be, can be higher the other point about that of course is that um the, the cosmetic demands is, is very very high mm. uh, each ink drop has to stay exactly where, where where we put it you know i don't think any of us would would be happy to buy a car that had that had drips of paint within it so that, yeah, that's mm. been a, a really interesting one for us where where ultra high viscosity is is absolutely crucial i think the, the other one which um again is a, is a, is a is a market sector that's really innovating and changing rapidly is is 3 d printing and, and and a whole host of other additive manufacturing uh, technologies and, and and high viscosity is again really allowing people to create new materials that just perform in ways that weren't possible a few years ago whether that's a a 3 d printed part that's suddenly got incredibly high strength. Or very very high flexibility or perhaps just very high opacity so yeah there's a, a number of um number of new areas that are coming to us which we have to learn about very quickly mm-hmm. yeah and and
0: like you say it's uh i guess in today's world it's com- you know speed is competitive advantage and and i guess you've got to flow with it because you, at the end of the day you don't know which industry nobody does exactly is going to adopt and be significant so it's a period of of, I, I'm sure, where you're sort of exploring new opportunities, and it sounds really cool. So if people are coming to the open day on the 7th, so obviously we're, we're listening and learning now, but seeing is believing, as you said earlier, the open day on the 7th of November. What, what kind of applications um, will
1: attendees be able to see at that? Yeah, hmm. sure. Um- yeah, we'll have uh, a number of different applications on show during the open day and um, people will be able to see live demonstrations of us jetting high viscosity and high pigment loaded uh, fluids and um, we'll be showing uh uv curable fluids we'll be showing aqueous fluids we'll have a number of different print heads on uh, on show so you'll be able to see aquinox printing mm-hmm. you'll be able to see the 2002 printing the nitrox printing Uh, and we'll have a number of different demonstrations showing the benefits that we've spoken about and how they apply to uh, UV graphics, label embellishments, uh, direct-to-shape printing, aqueous packaging, carton board, textiles printing, uh, and we'll throw in a little bit of 3D printing as well.
0: Yeah, so it's a really good array, and I know from meeting some of the team that, They're all really good explainers or teachers or tutors and stuff. So um, it will be a fun day as well as it being a kind of uh, a learning experience. Um, Typical type of people that should come to the event. What kind of people? I guess you don't necessarily want a lot of people like me. You want people that are kind of either slightly more technical or slightly more manufacturing focused. What kind of people? yeah
1: sure uh, i mean you're always welcome marcus you know that uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> but, i'll be but, there hopefully mm. <laughs> uh, i mean i in a nutshell really i think um any machine integrator looking for how they can improve machine productivity machine cost or or, or print quality um in, in a nutshell um on the flip side of that, as we mentioned earlier, anybody new to inkjet who maybe has an application, an idea that they're progressing, which is perhaps a novel fluid that that they're finding mm. it difficult to jet with existing technologies, or they're not actually sure if it's even possible to jet, um, mm. I think anyone with a, a technical insight, anyone, you know, an engineer or technologist or product manager who's who, who's interested in understanding how we can can push some boundaries and 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 increase some specifications, I think that's um they'd be very very welcome. Brilliant, brilliant.
0: And so, no numbers are limited. So you are sort of like already got quite a lot of people coming. So people need to get um their skates on if they are keen on on having a look. How how could people apply to attend? So, is it? There's a website, I think. Hmm.
1: Yep, yep. There is absolutely. There's a website. Probably the easiest way for people to um, understand how to apply is to follow our social feeds. Um, So, if you follow Zara on LinkedIn, you'll see a a number of posts um, about the event where Hmm. you should be able to find all the information you need there to to, to fill in the form and and, um, let us know that you're interested in coming. Hmm. Brilliant. Well, so thanks so much. I'm excited that you're running the event, it
0: happens to be in the same week. So it gives people even more of a reason to be in Cambridge from all over the world. Everybody's welcome, I know. So um, thanks for joining us today, Carl, and best of luck with the event. And I'm looking forward to being there and seeing and believing myself, you know? But um, so thank you for joining us. Great, thanks very much, Marcus. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe now for more great audio content coming up and visit futureprint.tech For the latest news, partner interviews, in-depth industry research and to catch up on content from FuturePrint events. We'll see you next time on the FuturePrint podcast.